Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Project Management Insights. Today I have another guest with me and the guest is Jill Valdez, who's the founder and COO of LINK helping companies improve people management to achieve what's next now. So welcome, Jill, and thanks for joining me for today's episode. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me be on the show. And today we're going to talk about personality types within our project teams. And this uh, is, is a great topic from my perspective, having worked with a number of different personalities and some <laughs> of them annoy the heck out of me. So these personalities, I mean, we're all different. Why is it important to understand these personality types and how can it help us as a project leader? Oh, it is. That's such a great question. Uh, understanding other people's personalities is the key to getting projects done. Um, I talk to people about the different personalities and equate it to because of our different personalities, it dramatically impacts communication. And if I'm not communicating, if I'm communicating according to my personality, as opposed to the person who I'm trying to communicate to's personality, Ah. I'm speaking Greek and they're speaking Latin. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay. Okay. And so really understanding personality, not only understanding yourself, um, because then you know what your triggers are, you know how you talk, you know how you can improve your communication, but knowing the communication styles or the personality styles of people around you really facilitates authentic conversation. Authentic conversation. Okay. So what is authentic conversation? Because I think I've got my own view of it, but I'm really interested in your description or yeah, what it, what it means for you. Sure. Authentic conversation for me means that it's, it's real and that it's not guarded and that it's effective. Um, Like I, I get to be me but you also get to be you in conversation. So yes. for me, yeah. So for me, that's honest. Yes. And open. Yep. And and I guess then I would also say emotional. And I'm going to use the word emotional because oftentimes I get emotional when I'm interacting and communicating with others. And I often don't show that. And in the workplace, usually emotions are frowned upon. Mm -hmm. And yet there are times when it's valuable to be able to say, no, that really doesn't work for me. And be angry and allow yourself to be angry in the moment. Calm yourself down and then come back to the place of rational discussion. Yeah. And move it from there. So for me, that's what's authentic, not hiding all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. And, and again, that's, you know, I'm the same way I can get very, like, I hate it when (laughs) I've gone to talk to 
somebody that I'm working with and all of a sudden I start crying. I'm like, oh, darn it. But, but that is me. And that is what's happening at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but my husband tells me that depending on who I'm talking to, he says, sometimes you get very corporate and very professional and you just need to let you shine through that. And so, <laughs> yeah. And I think, so, so that's just tipped yeah. me into the space of what happens when I'm with an authority figure, mm. you know, one of the senior managers or, you know, the executives from the company or the business that I'm working with. I know, I know myself that I've often tended to, be more guarded and spoken differently to them than I would to the people on my project team, as an example. Sure. Yep. That's not always a bad thing per se. Um, Part of it is, again, recognizing who they are and what their role is and knowing that how you are best and most effectively going to be able to communicate to them might require you to talk in a different way. Absolutely. Um, But as long as that is done out of understanding their personality, understanding who they are, as opposed to fear of their position. Ah, okay. That's a good one. Right. So it's like I'm treating them as an equal and I understand that they have the uh, responsibility or the the authority to sign things off. And so I'm mindful and respectful of that. And I can still talk to them as an equal, you know, understanding that they're a person and I'm a person and we're having a conversation. Right. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what their position is in a company. They are still a person. And we all can be on that equal ground of respect for people as people. Right. But then, I mean, there are some people that just really... I'm going to say great, that they really get on my nerves. They're just those people that I, I, it's like I really can't get on with them. And having a conversation with them, yeah, I've just got the image of, you know, the fingernails on the chalkboard. It's like it's just so difficult. Yeah. Why, why is that? Is this this personality, <laughs> different personality types? Some of it is, absolutely. So uh, I base a lot of this kind of teaching um, on the DISC profile. I love the DISC because it's very non-judgmental. All four of the personalities have something of value to offer and an area of growth. It's also um, simple enough for people to grasp that they can take what they've learned and then immediately start applying it um, and keep remembering it so that when they're meeting new people and they can just apply it. So for instance, you have your D's and your C's are very task-driven people. And your I's and your S's, which are the other side of the quadrant, are very people-oriented people. So like a D personality, like myself, I'm, let's get things done. Let's get it done fast. Um, just give me the facts. Let's move forward. Make it happen, right? D is typically driven. And then you have your S's who are very steady, very stable. And they're like, well, we need to think about it. We need to consider how that person's going to respond. Are you kidding me? (laughs) No, we don't. (laughs) Right. Yes, Clash of the Titans there for sure. Yes. (laughs) Right. So a lot of it is is definitely personality. Um, and, And so really as 
managers and I mean, you can do this at whatever level you are in a company, but especially if you're leading people, you have to tap into your empathy and say, okay, this is who this person is. I need to treat them in um, recognition of their personality the same way that I want to be treated in recognition of my personality and then coming together and understanding how to make that work. Okay, and, and that's interesting because Jason, I had Jason Scott on a few weeks ago and Jason spoke about what he called biases mm-hmm. and the biases were that programming of, well, no, I'm right or, you know, um, I, I'm the decision maker, whatever the biases might be that are into yeah. my DNA. Um, I think what, what I'm hearing you talk about is that sometimes those come out in that space rather than what I talked about being open to the fact that, well, hang on. Yes. If I'm, if I'm present and I'm really listening to the person, I can hear what they've got to say. I can take it in and then I can respond rather than react. Mm -hmm. And I can say, I understand, you know, you want to slow down and, and talk through this. We have a tight time frame. Yes. Is it, can we have an, you know, uh, an individual discussion about this and work through it to, to have you feel comfortable with where, how we're moving ahead, as an example? Yeah. Or can we accept that at the moment we don't have the time to be able to slow things down and get into the detail? And what are your main concerns? And let's talk about them now. Yeah. But it's that ability to not shut down and drop into your bias space right. of, no, we're just pushing ahead regardless and ignore the other person. Exactly. Because that doesn't work from a communication perspective either. Yeah. And, and even as people are growing aware of other people's personalities, it is easy to get biased. Like if I peg somebody as an S, I'm like, when we start working together, I, I do, I, I have this, okay, this is how you're going to be. And so this is how I have to be, but I already know this is not going to be a pleasant experience, blah, blah, blah. And so I do, I have to work through that bias and go, nope, just make this work and we can, we can have a good time. And this is how we have a good time. Right. And so I've just gone into nightmare space because what <laughs> happens if we have a whole, and I'm, I'm talking, you know, in a big corporate project where we've got a whole stream that's the, the, the techies, you know, very um, driven, focused, only in their own little bubble. Uh, and then on the other side, you know, we've got the creatives who are, let's take our time and do things differently. I mean, that's just going to be a, a project manager's nightmare. Yes. Yeah. That is classic conflict. And really, I think that's at the core of what happens for companies is you do have those very different. um, Hopefully you have a couple of people who are a little bit more in the middle. And as a project manager, if you're in that position, you need to know your people. You need to know what they're what motivates them, how they're going to be working, whether they need it to be fast, whether they need to be slow, and then um, take your team and integrate them together and really and manage that. Recognize 
I was with an organization and um, we had our leaders take the DISC assessment and all of them were C's and S's, which means they move at the pace of snail. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Says the D. (laughs) Right. So let's, let's qualify that. (laughs) Right. I would say that that correctly. Um, And there were two D's on the team. I was one of them. And my husband was the other one. And all of a sudden it was this massive light bulb of, oh, this is why we've been so frustrated. This is why things have taken so long to get done. And so we had to change our management style. And and that's kind of what you do as a manager is say, okay, these are the different personalities. This is how I make them mesh because every one of them is valuable. You need your D's because they're going to push things along and you need your S's because they're going to love people and they're going to make things sure that things go slow enough to where the D's who are running towards the cliff that has no bridge, yeah, the S's will be like, whoa, maybe we should think about that and kind of uh, look ahead a little bit. So, yeah. Right. Oh, that's great. I can see how sometimes because we're in this space as a project manager of um, one of my recent podcast episodes before this was all about people-focused project management. That's my new term that that I've coined because we focus too much on the scope, the budget, and the timeline. Yes. And those things are not what's important. What's important is the people underneath each of those things. Right. And what I've just heard you speak about is the fact that it is the people and the people involvement that makes the big difference in the project outcome. And without that sense of the the value that each individual brings being utilised in the best possible way, we aren't getting the best out of the people that are working for us in our team. Exactly. Uh, that's, it's funny you say that it's actually how I got into my business is I was hired to be a project manager for a communications company. They'd never had one before, but they were growing to a point where they knew that they needed one. They took a chance. They hired me. I'm like, Oh, this is the best. And they're like, look, just make sure that all the trains are getting out of the station on time, you know, measuring the scope and the budget and the timeline. And I'm like, okay, but I kept finding myself taking care of the people because they're the ones who are going to make that happen. Exactly. And so the, my boss came to me one day and he says, I don't think you're the right person to be the project manager. <laughs> I'm like, ah, please don't fire me. Please don't fire yeah, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I want to make you the director of HR and I want you to take care of my people. And, uh, and so... That's how I, and then six months down the road, he's like, "Uh, you need to be doing this for a lot more people. So we're going to let you go and we're going to support you and we're going to help you and we're going to be your first client, but you need to go do this. Right. Right. And I, and I think, yeah, I I like, so. Project management at the core is people management. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, yes, somebody else is saying Yeah. That. Well, and it is because 
when project managers, so people want to be a project manager, what do they do? They go in, decide that they have to have this certification because in the HR world, when they're hiring, that's what's important. It's the piece of paper that says I'm PMP certified. And what does PMP certified get you but a process? It's a methodology. It's not what project management is about. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In... uh, it's been one of my beefs for quite some time, which is where my podcast has come from, because focusing on the wrong thing is why so, why so many projects fail. Right. Yeah. I found that as people, as managers focus more on the people aspect of it um, and understanding personality and being able to say, okay, this is, you're, you're a C and this is how I can get the best out of you. Mm-hmm. At first, it takes a little while because they're learning something new. Yep. But when they're implementing that, they're getting way better results. The clients are noticing it. The team is noticing it. Improves team morale, the culture, the atmosphere, and the company is improving. And what they're finding is the bottom line is improving. Absolutely. They're getting better service to their clients, and it's taking them less time. Right. And so that's where the focus is off budget, scope, and timeline because it automatically, that automatically happens in the most efficient and effective way because the team is feeling acknowledged, understood, heard, and appreciated. Yes. Yep. And they become more efficient and effective when that's the case. Absolutely. And as you said, it's about getting the best value out of each individual by understanding their personality and the way that they function and then how to get the best from that in the role that they're in on your project. Right. That's exactly it. Yeah. So if there was one thing that you could say to a project manager who's struggling with this people aspect of things, if there was one tip or suggestion that you could give them, what would it be around this people, the people aspect of, of managing team? Yeah. Take the hour that it's going to take to find out who your team is. What is their personality? Because when you know that, then you know and will learn how to adapt your style to where they're going to hear you the best. They're going to feel, they're going to feel heard. They're going to feel valued. So take that time to, to make sure that you know who your people are. Thank you. Yeah. That is such a simple thing to do. And I think, well, I don't think I know it would make all the difference on a lot of projects. The good news is it's becoming more talked about. Like you hear people talking more about employee engagement you hear people talking more about understanding that it's not the customer who you have to focus on. It's your team because, you know, without your team, you have no customers. So there there is a shift that's coming around and I love to see that. So that is definitely good news. Right. Well, okay. A couple of things come to mind. Richard Branson's one of them. I love Richard Branson's philosophy with his virgin you know, virgin brand, because that's exactly what he does. And, right. and it's a very effective and um, well-loved brand. 
so I, 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 I can see that it works in that const in that construct. The one thing that that I get a, a bit unsettled and uncertain about is the words employee engagement, because yeah. in a lot of uh, experience that I've had with large corporates, it's a lot of talk and no real action and understanding. Sure. And what I'm hearing from you is that we're talking about down at the nitty-gritty level of the project managers really engaging with their team members as individuals on a level of who are they, how do they function, what's their personality type and how can I get the best from them? And that's real employee engagement. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast episode and talking to the listeners today about personalities and (laughs) how to get the best out of their team because, as I said, it's definitely something that I know works and that makes a difference. So I really, really appreciate you being here with me on this episode. Thank you for having me. I'm just, I love I love that I get to help your listeners and talk to them about this very, very important aspect of project management. And if anybody's interested in learning more about you and what you do, how can they connect with you? So the easiest thing for your listeners to do is they are probably got their phone right next to them. Take their phone, open up their messaging app, and they're going to text the word LINK to 31996. So that's text link l-i-n-k to 31996 that's going to connect them with me and um, i will be able to get them all the information that serves them best Um, right now i want to offer to your listeners as well and we'll put this i think you mentioned that we'll put it in the notes is that i want to offer a free next level strategy session Um, i am about helping people get to that next now as opposed to somewhere down the road. Uh And so I want to offer them a free strategy session where we'll get on the phone, we'll talk for about 45 minutes, and they'll be able to walk away with a strategy of how to get to that next level. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Um, Okay, listeners, guys, anybody that's, you know, tuned into the podcast episode, you've heard Jill, if you are interested in learning more about these personalities and how to work with them more, text link to the number that Jill's given you and um, connect up for your free strategy session. Awesome. Thank you. So that's it for another episode of Project Management Insights. Remember to like, subscribe and review the podcast and hopefully I'll have some more fabulous Uh, guests for you in the future uh, to add to the value that we're providing here on the Project Management Insights episode. So till next week, happy project managing. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.